back to Bee Movie Podcast. I'm Malaria, and Mike is in Chicago at an MC Chris concert. So this is Matt. Hello. He's a Bee Movie guru of lore. Fanatic, <laughs> if you will. Um, so we just watched the Night of the Creeps. Yes, Night of the Creeps. Made in the 80s with... Tom Atkins and a slew of other uh, unknown B raid B people, um, including Rusty from National Lampoons. And the young scientist, that is his character name in the movie, who is also a scientist in Howard the Duck. Yep. And in a F ton of other shit. He looks very sciencey. He's definitely a nerd type. So. The movie's kind of about, like, zombie slug monsters. Kind of. I mean, it's more of an alien zombie movie because the, you know, the slimy things that, uh, the creeps, if you will, uh, they're aliens and, uh, came down and infect people by, you know, kind of like a reimagining of the pod people but without creating new people, just killing them and turning them into zombies and making more slug-like things to infect more people. I just watched uh, the ending of Invasion of the Body Snatchers in, like, 1978. Oh, okay. Um, it was pretty neat. It had one of those uh, those endings where you think everything's fine, and then then everything's Definitely not, shit. yeah. Yeah. Much like in, uh, what is it, uh, Invaders from Mars, another 80s classic movie. Not to be confused with Mars Attacks. Yeah. Definitely. Which was more like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes from Mars. Pretty much. So what is, uh, what got you into B-movies? I've always been a fan of horror movies, even when I was a little kid. Um, I don't know how it started, why it started. I've just always loved, like, I mean, started off with watching vampire movies and stuff, and like, uh... You know, one of my favorite movies when I was a kid and still is a favorite movie is The Monster Squad, which actually the maker of Night of the Creeps made The Monster Squad. So, awesome stuff there. Um, also, I remember when I was like five years old, the movie that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid uh, was The Gate. And now it's funny because if you watch it and you're just like, wow, it's really bad, but in a good way. I mean, it's a really good movie. And, uh, you know, Steven Dorff as a little kid is just <laughs> fucking, you know, weird. You're like, oh, man, God, he grows up to be Blade's nemesis and gets his ass kicked. It's crazy. It's always weird watching, like, actors get older. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just saying earlier that the chick from Howard the Duck is in, she's the ginger mom in Switched at Birth on Maybe ABC Thompson. Family. Mm, and I was like, who is this woman? I know her. I've seen her thousands of times. She's so familiar. And I'm like, oh, she's the duck fucker. Yeah, and she's also in Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Which is awesome. Um, so you have, like, a bunch of people's autographs from Night of the Creeps. Yes, and many other, many other movies. Tell us the stories of how you got them. Um, basically just going to horror conventions. Luckily, I mean, it's crazy because Indiana really sucks as far as everything is concerned. But for some odd reason, 
Like, we get these awesome horror movie conventions here, like Horror Hound and Days of the Dead, and, uh, you know, they either hit up here or in, like, Cincinnati or uh, Louisville, and it's crazy, but, you know, shit happens, and it's awesome, so, you know. There's a, a, a B-movie convention that's coming here next month. I just heard about it today, so I don't know any of the details. Yeah, it is next month. I forgot that it's August. But yeah, there's one next month. It's the the Horror Hound Convention, which actually um, at that one uh, they're doing a reunion of Monster Squad and a bunch of people are going to be there, like Tom Noonan who played Frankenstein and a couple of kids, and I want to say the guy that also played Dracula, he will be there, which will be cool. Um, so yeah, and then Horror Hound will be back in November. Usually they don't do it like that. They do it uh, like, you know, one or they'll do it like a couple times a month or a couple times a year here in Indy, and then a couple times like in either Cincinnati or Columbus, Ohio. Um, but for some reason they're doing it back to back here. Um, and as I was telling Mallory earlier, that the one in November here, Jamie Lee Curtis is gonna be here. So that's pretty fucking sweet. Because she's never done a convention before, ever, and uh, said that she won't ever do another one again. So, this Night of the Peeps apparently it's like uh, Slither. Yeah, um, a few years ago they did a, it's not really a remake, more of a reimagining. Because um, it's pretty much the same premise, but they go off on a completely different storyline. Um, but yeah, movie's called Slither. Um, it's really, really well done. It's hilarious, and uh, it's gory, and I don't know. It's great. Like, one of my favorite lines from it is uh, towards the beginning, uh, Nathan Fillion, who's the, the main character, is a cop in it, and he's talking to uh, to another cop that's doing, like, a crossing guard thing after school, and um, talking to a girl, and... I don't know, he mentions the word gina, you know, for short for vagina, and uh, one of the kids is like, what's a gina? And he's like, it's a country where Chinese people are from. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just hilarious, shit like that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely a good one to watch if, you, if you've never seen it. Another one that's uh, good to watch, completely off topic again, but um, it just made me think of it. Um, it's not really well known or anything, but it's really well done. And a definite shock to the senses. Um, it's, uh, I think it's on Netflix too. It used to be anyway. It's called The Woman. And really good movie. Um, basically it's about a uh, just a normal family, like live on a farm and stuff. And... You wouldn't think anything of it, and there's a, a woman, like, it starts off, and she's uh, basically, like, lives, you know, out in the woods and stuff, and, like, she was raised by wolves, you're, you're guessing, you know, doesn't really give much backstory on that, but um, the, uh, the father of the family, like, finds her and ends up capturing her and stuff, and all this craziness stuff ensues, um... You know, but it's really, really good. It's gory. Um, it's fucked up. Really fucked up. Um, I remember the first time I watched it. Uh, not the first time I watched it, but the second time I watched it. Uh, and first time I watched it with one of my uh, former roommates. And he, towards the end, he literally, like, he had to 
get up and walk out of the room because he was so disturbed by it. Uh, of course, he was, you know, um, really sheltered and, you know, Christian, so it's, uh, yeah, he couldn't really handle it. But I found that funny. Uh, <laughs> either way, good movie. So uh, you should definitely check it out if you get a chance. I don't know why that reminded me of um, I Spit on Your Grave, but that was a pretty good movie. The remake? Both of them. Um, the, uh, the original was really, um, it was really artistic in the fact that they didn't have any music at all whatsoever in the whole movie. Yeah. No background music for anything. So you're just, um, you know, like, she gets, like, brutally raped, like, for about 20 minutes in the movie. Mm-hmm. And you're just, like, it's, like, right in your face because there's no background music to kind of get you out of, you know, it doesn't break the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. You're in there. And uh, it just makes it really intense. I have that chick's autograph, Camille Keaton, from the original. And on an original poster, <laughs> not, uh, not, but it's like an original poster, because the, the original title of the movie was supposed to be called The Day of the Woman. Yes, and not, that's why it reminded, reminded me of that. Oh, okay. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, not I Spit on Your Grave. So I got an original poster of The Day of the Woman. There was only like maybe a thousand of them ever made, and signed by Camille Keaton and... Um, the one that she signed for me, uh, she gave me one that was also signed by the director. So that was really cool. Um, it was expensive, <laughs> but definitely worth it. You know, awesome yeah. stuff is always uh, always expensive, but always worth it. I thought that movie was awesome. She just fucking snapped. Mm-hmm. But this chick was like, you motherfuckers, I'm going to fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. She just like went all out and just fucking murdered everybody. And how, seriously, how stupid is that guy? It's like, you're, if it hurts, then probably she's doing something wrong. But just, uh, and then he sees the, the blood his and freaks out. Epic. You know, he was just yeah. like, I can't stop bleeding. It won't uh, stop. <laughs> now the remake, the remake was still good. I, I know some people that didn't really care for it, but I thought it was it was brutal. Um, especially the end with the uh, with the cop. That part was fucking amazing. I loved it. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Almost forgot about that. Um, I like any movie where they bring your face off and lie. Well, yeah. Fucking love it. Um, I was talking about the shotgun up the ass. Then, well, I but, know, but yeah. that was <laughs> kind of part of it. In, it was in the house. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny because the dude that plays the, the mentally handicapped dude, whoever, he, uh, he always plays stuff where he's like a little bit off. Like, everything I've ever seen him in, um, like, he's got some type of disorder or something, or some type of, like, learning disability, something. Um, although, he was in Supernatural, and he was, like, a MIT genius. He was just, like, a major redneck with a mullet. But <laughs> still, I don't know. I like, he, he's a good actor, though. And then another good remake, I thought, was Last House on the Left. That one was okay. It's not bad. I mean, I don't know. That one's kind of comparing apples to oranges because seriously, like the original Last House on the Left, while it's okay, definitely not one of my favorites just because it's hard to convey terror and, uh, you know, stuff like that in, in the 70s, especially when they're playing like hippie music while, <laughs> you know, chicks are like getting raped and dying. It just doesn't really work. No, it doesn't. Um... But the part in the original where, like, the mom is going down on that guy and then she, you know, gnaws his junk off is 
is pretty horrific <laughs> for any guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, the remake wasn't too bad. I've actually only seen the remake like maybe once or twice, so. I actually like the remake better um, because she doesn't die. Oh, yeah. Or it doesn't sh show. She could live. It doesn't really show the ending so much. Yeah. I just like the way the parents totally played that in mm -hmm. the second one. Um, but yeah, like you said, like the first one, it was good except for it was really campy. But, um, I mean, they were both directed by Wes Craven. Mm -hmm. And and I was actually thinking about it while we were watching Night of the Creeps because one of Wes Craven's uh, uh, things that he's done consistently is made cops just bumbling idiots for police law enforcement. Yeah. And that uh, kind of was the case in Night of the Creeps when they were in the, the medical facility looking... At the, they were like, where's yeah. the second body? Did you interview that guy? Yeah. And, and nobody had done their job. So, yeah, they were both by Wes Craven. And um, I think he has been said that, um, you know, now he's done, uh, he remade it because you could do so much more in movies now. That wasn't acceptable back then. Which is true. Which is kind of fucked up if you think about it. I, I don't know. I suppose it depends. Because a lot of people... Um, you know, like back in the 70s, got away with some really crazy shit. Um, of course, you know, some people these days are getting away with some really crazy shit, but then again, you know, like uh, Cannibal Holocaust, uh, made back in the 70s. Awesome movie, um, very graphic and stuff, but back then, like, the director actually had to go to court and prove that his actors were not dead because it looked that good and uh you know and but then again it's a you know it's a foreign film and it was made you know over in, uh, in europe somewhere i can't remember exactly where but um they actually killed like animals live animals uh you know they killed like a monkey or two and they killed a sea turtle and uh, you know there's uh, crazy stuff that they actually they did for a movie Let's eat all these rare yeah. animals. Well, they're not good enough. Let's just eat people. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I ate a Bengal tiger, killing all the endangered species. They're not delicious. Yeah. So pretty fucked up. <laughs> um, but then again, like I know of, uh, there's a um, a low budget uh, company, like horror company called Totag, um, and they've made uh, quite a few movies, and their movies are really, really fucked up. Where actually they um, got detained at the Canadian border once and got arrested because um, some of the tapes that they had on them were from stuff that they had made and looked so real. People that I guess the Mounties or who the fuck ever uh, were just really freaked out. Which, granted, um, if you've ever seen any of their pictures, it's just really, really fucked up, sick stuff. Um, like, one of their uh, movies is called Mortem. Another one, I believe, is called Penance. Um, so, like, yeah, the kind of the... I've only seen a couple of them, but the premise of the movie is, say, like, you know, you're just... Say you're just walking along and you happen to see like a DVD on the ground. It has no writing on it or anything like that, and you uh, you just take it home and pop it in, and it turns out to be, um, you know, like a video camera, you know, a shot like that, and it's a guy walking around and doing his day-to-day -day thing and meeting people and whatever, and then 
you know, a couple shots later, he's like killing people. He's, uh, you know, a serial killer and doing sick stuff. And so, yeah, fucked up stuff. Yeah. I've actually seen uh, Mortem on a list of really fucked up movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, Cannibal Holocaust, uh, Human Centipede, which I didn't think was that fucked up, really. Human Centipede, uh, in my opinion, it grossed me out, but just because the, the fecal part of it. I just, personally, I thought it was stupid. I, the Human Centipede 2, I have no desire to see whatsoever. It just, I want to see it, because I want to see everything, but... Well, then, it's on Netflix, so just watch it. Is it? Yeah. The second one? Yeah, it's on, huh. it's on Netflix. I will watch it then. So, um, but yeah, I have no and desire to see it. And then the South Park it. remake of Human Centipede Pad. Yeah, which is hilarious. Why would it learn to read? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't want her to read. Oh, I love South Park. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, probably one of the most fucked up movies I've ever seen, and I haven't even watched it all the way through just because it just seemed too fucked up for me, uh, is a Serbian film. Oh, I watched that whole thing. Oh, fuck that movie. Dude, don't watch it. Like, I've told people about it, and I'm like, just, just don't fucking watch it. Yeah, I know. Because I, like, I started off watching it, like, maybe first 10, 15 minutes of it, and... It just, I don't know, it's kind of boring, but still, I just, I end up basically just kind of fast-forwarding through it just, just to kind of get what was going on. Yeah. So, I was just like, yeah, I'm done with this. This is fucked up. Don't watch that movie. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, there's a good reason why that movie is banned in several countries, and, and honestly, why that movie was made, I have no idea. Yeah, like, I read a lot of reviews after that, because I couldn't get it out of my head. Um, and apparently the director's been, uh, you know, on record saying that it's a metaphor for how the Serbian government, uh, you know, just fucks you. And I'm like, that's really shallow. That's not, yeah. that's not why you made this. <laughs> I mean, even like the human centipede, actually, I do find it funny that the human centipede, the, how the guy got the funding to make that movie is that he lied about his script. <laughs> He, he straight lied and said it was, uh, you know, it was about something else and, uh, you know, and the, uh, whoever it was funded his movie and it turned out to be something completely different than what he said it was, so. Yeah. That's, that's a total Ed Wood Jr. Move, uh, move. Yeah. Yeah. So, pretty damn funny. How do we get to talk about fucked up shit like that? I don't know. <laughs> we, we've kind of been all over the place. B-movies <laughs> and, you know, Gen Con and fucking hardcore movies that uh, kind of want to watch just because but then you, you kind of don't it makes you feel dirty for watching them yeah although another really good movie um, this I do recommend like it is disgusting at parts not not disgusting disgusting like gross like, you out disgusting yeah it's like, like funny disgusting no not uh, not funny trust me nothing about this movie is funny at all like, it's a very serious movie, but uh, it's just, it's very, very dark and very gory. Um, it's a movie called Inside. It's a French film, and um, basically it's about a, a woman who is pregnant, and she's very close to, uh, you know, to her, uh, her due date, basically, yeah. And... Uh, uh, basically, she's attacked in her home, and she's trying to, you know, like, survive and everything, while this other woman who's, like, crazy and is trying to basically kill her and get the kid. And it's, yeah, I don't know, it's 
It's really fucked up, really intense. I um, think it's based on a true story, probably. Is? Uh, not too long ago, like maybe five years ago, that actually happened to somebody. Like somebody was murdered and somebody stole their baby. Hmm. It wouldn't surprise me. I think this movie is probably about four years old or so. But, uh, yeah, like I said, really good movie, really dark, um, you know, but definitely, definitely worth a watch. Um, it's, I think it's one of the Dimension films, like they're extreme films, um, but yeah, you can find it on DVD, I don't, uh, I'm pretty sure it's not on Netflix or anything, though. I did see a movie, um, speaking of things being pregnant, about... <laughs> things being pregnant. <laughs> it's about cows, um... That were genetically modified to, like, give birth faster so that you can make more mm -hmm. cows for farming or whatever. But uh, something went horribly wrong, and, like, the vet was, you know, examining the cow, had his hand up in her, trying to feel the calf, and, uh, like, it, it ate his arm off. So it was, like, piranha cows. And, wow. like, the baby cow ate its way out of the mom. And, um... And then, like, that baby cow that was just born was also pregnant with more piranha baby cows. And it was just, like, uh, exponential rate of, like, giving birth to these piranha baby cows. And it was hilarious when that I was watching it. I definitely guess. sounds like a sci-fi movie of the week or something. Yeah. Like Mega Piranha. Have you ever seen Mega Piranha? No, but I saw Mega Shark versus Mega Squid. Uh, okay, Evan, I mean, there's, you know, there's so many of those different movies, whatever, but Mega Piranha, like, if you ever get a chance, get with a bunch of your friends, rent it, buy it, whatever, I'm sure it's only like ten bucks, um, it might even still be on Netflix, I know it was on Netflix, um, but yeah, you have to watch it with a bunch of your friends, because it is so hilarious, it literally, one of the stars in the movie is Tiffany, from the 80s, Tiffany. And it's so funny, like, the uh, the storyline of the movie is that, uh, like, you know, down south somewhere, and, you know, fucking uh, uh, Atlantic Ocean or something, uh, like, there are these piranha that, I don't know, some type of government thing happened, and they're growing exponentially, and it gets to the point where they get to be as, as big as a car, like, literally as big as a car, and, of course, like... There's this, you know, black ops, special forces, badass dude, and they're, like, on a beach somewhere or something, and there's piranhas, like, jumping out of the water to try to get to him while he's on the, the edge of the beach, and he, like, he falls down, and he starts, like, scissor kicking, and, like, <laughs> it, it just, you know, and these piranha that are big as fucking cars, he's just, like, kicking them off, like, repeatedly and it's just it's so fucking funny and stupid and they eventually like get to be as big as like a bus and they're like jumping out of the water like and crashing into buildings and stuff it is so fucking funny and hilarious and it has no point but it's just you'll laugh your ass off <laughs> man i i really have this place in my heart for really bad movies like that um like mega shark mega squid uh megalodon um mega piranha is probably gonna be awesome yeah metal tornado metal tornado oh yeah they've never heard of that one. no it was about um i just watched it on netflix like two weeks ago 
so fucking funny. It has a... I don't know who's in it. Like, nobody that you would notice except for maybe, like, uh, such generic characters characters that you're like, I've seen these guys in other generic movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about this uh, energy corporation that's trying to, you know, solve the world's energy crisis, so they make uh, some scientific experiments with magnetic fields from the rays of the sun. <laughs> And uh, for some reason, they can't contain, like, 2% of their energy, and it just goes wild. And <laughs> and it's magnetic energy, so it sucks up all the metal around it and just wreaks havoc on this tiny little Midwestern town. And they have to figure out how to, how to stop it before their sister company in France does their test. And <laughs> it's just so stupid. Um, but it doesn't change the weather, so you don't know it's coming. So, like, there's no dark, ominous clouds or anything. You're just, you know, out in the woods, you know, chainsawing down some trees, and all of a sudden your chainsaw gets ripped out of your hand and, like, comes back and attacks you because this metal tornado's coming through. It just sounds so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. And then uh, I saw another movie about, uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was about a volcano that was possessed by the devil. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I still hate you for making me watch that. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome and you know it. Well, if you're gonna try to, you know, take him out, might as well come back as a volcano or, you know, I guess he's tired of fucking possessing kids and he's like, I'm tired of these little bastards. They never do anything. They kill one or two people, and that's it. I'm going to, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to possess a volcano. I'm going to okay. destroy everything and everyone around it. No, but the thing about it is it started out just like Dante's Peak. I'm a seismologist, and I'm just coming here to check on your volcano, and, oh, wait, all this weird shit's happening. And it's not, there's no scientific explanation. He ends up at a church, and, you know, the priest is all like, you need to go away. We don't need you here. Uh, you know, just trying to keep him away from the town voodoo or whatever. But no, he just has to nose into it. And turns out, like, the pretty chick that he's been dreaming about is possessed by Satan and is calling up this volcano. Um, of course. Of course. There's always a hot chick involved. Yeah. So that was a bad movie, but pretty funny. There's a couple movies coming up at the, uh, or coming out at the end of the month I'd really like to see. They're, uh, Possession movies. Uh, one is actually called The Possession. You know. Oh, that's that's not you know cliche or anything. Yeah, I know. But uh, and then another one called The Apparition, I believe. Ooh. But uh, both look pretty good, so um, yeah, I'm excited to see them. So, uh, Possession movies. Totally liked the exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh yeah, oh, when it awesome. came out, and then I, I watched it again recently. And it's the chick from Dexter. Yeah. And I can't uh, get it out of my head. I'm like, why? It's just, it's so weird now that I know that it's her. It's the, what's her name? Melissa Carpenter? Jennifer Carpenter. Jennifer Carpenter. Yeah. Hell of an actress. Hell of an actress. Yeah. It just, you know, it, she just looks weird playing a teenage girl now. She doesn't look any different. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she's too old to be playing that part. Oh, wait, that's her like 20 years ago. 
Uh, it wasn't that long no, ago. No, it was about like 10. Yeah, it was probably about 10 years ago. But she was also in, uh, you know, Quarantine, and she was really good in that. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's good. Um, that movie was really good, though. Um, that probably is the closest exorcism story um, as far as, like, biblical lore goes. Yeah. Um, it's not... It's not... Um, like fucked up for the movies you know it's not there's not a whole lot of artistic license that goes that they took with it um it comes like straight out of what you're taught would be in church well and also it's based on true story well yeah um but in real life the girl's name was Annalise Michelle and she was German because I was actually stationed about an hour or two away from uh from the town that that you know, supposedly happened in, and, uh... Only in Europe would they allow that shit to happen. Well, actually, <laughs> I mean, you know, the funny thing about it is that, um, this happened in real life, like, or her, you know, possession happened, like, pretty much right around the time that The Exorcist came out in theaters, and so whenever The Exorcist came out, um, you know, like, officials and everything like that, you said that a bunch of people actually started calling and saying that, you know, their child or, you know, people were possessed. And so when, you know, this person called and said that, you know, they they, they need an exorcist and stuff, they just kind of blew it off and said it was a medical thing. But, you know, it's very, very true to the, uh, to the, the movie that... Uh, you know, she was speaking in tongues and, you know, talking languages she didn't know and um, saying that she was, you know, these different entities and um, said that, like, you know, she wouldn't eat when she did eat. Um, she was eating, like, bugs and, like, her own feces and stuff. And um, basically it said that she died um, from malnutrition and she was, like, I want to say 50-something pounds whenever she died. You know, full-grown woman. She was... You know, just 50 pounds. And uh, so, yeah, saying that's how she died, which, you know, I imagine that's, you know, if you were going to possess someone and, you know, basically kill them, and that's how you'd fucking do it. So, yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah. So that, I like that movie a lot. Yeah, it was good. Unlike The Last Exorcism, that really... That was terrible. Yeah. And it ended so badly. It really did. I mean, I I kind of like the premise, but at the same time, it's like, it's been done before. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I, you know, I stuck with it to the end, and then at the end, I'm just like, they could have wrapped some stuff up at the end there. Yeah. Instead, they just were like, oh, nope, everybody's dead. Well, I went and I saw it in theaters and stuff when it first came out, because I was excited about it. Oh, yeah, but, me too. Uh, so disappointed. Yeah, I was just like, oh, what the fuck. Uh, I watched um, Exorcist 2 and 3 recently. Oh, yeah? They're not any good. Oh, I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know, yeah. Yeah, you would think that having a movie with James Earl Jones in it, it would be an instant hit. No. 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 I mean, yeah. Like, you'd think Exorcist 2, like, ooh, a grown-up Linda Blair, all right. But no. 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 Pretty, pretty boring. My friend Stacy actually met Linda Blair. I've I've met her before. That chick is tiny. Like you can't really tell it on TV. 
probably early 60s now. But, uh, I mean, she still looks good, though, for her age. Damn, she looks good. But she is tiny as shit. She's probably only, like, five foot one or five foot two or something. Yeah. I heard they're going to remake The Exorcist 2, which pisses me off and annoys me. Which, I don't know. Like, the mo that movie is so classic. It's like, how can you remake it? It's like remaking The Godfather. Didn't they already remake The Exorcist? No. They... The truly remastered or something in like 2000 they, they didn't remake it they added new scenes that were uh that had been deleted from the original film like the crab walking down the stairs yeah okay but uh yeah that was that was it that was pretty cool the crab walking but i can see why they took it out of the movie in the fucking 70s yeah yeah that would have freaked some people out um because you know not too long before that people were freaked out when you had close-ups of people. They were like, where is their torso? Yeah. Oh my god, they killed that person. What is this witchcraft of moving pictures? <laughs> <laughs> they captured their souls. So that that's that's all we have for today. I could go on for days. For days, but we need to save some of this for next week.